<laughs> that is weird. How about that? Like, I just want y'all. I just want y'all to know. <laughs> YouTube Live has just caught all of that conversation. We are live. Go ahead, Corey. You're the host. I just launched it. All right, I'm the host. David just launched it. All right. Sorry for the late start, everybody. We had some uh, some technical difficulties with uh, with Zoom. Uh, but we are happy to be here after a brief hiatus last week. Um, seemed like one of those weeks where everybody had something going on and we couldn't pull together enough uh, hosts to, to have a show. It'd be pretty boring with uh, just myself talking. But here we are, episode 127. I would tune in for that, by the way, Corey. Yeah, just like rambling <laughs> for like an hour incoherently. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so our topic today is uh, is finding support. So we're going to cover... Touch, uh, touch briefly on the official Elegant Theme support, but we're also going to talk about alternative methods to find uh, great support uh, for Divi and WordPress in general. But before we get started, let's introduce this, uh, this awesome panel that we have here today. And let's start with Miss uh, Sarah Oates. How's it going, Sarah? Hey guys, Sarah Oates here from Endure Web Studios. You can catch me at endure.com.au or Endure Web on the socials. Awesome. Good to see you. All right. Josh Hall, how's it going? Good, Corey. Good to be with you guys again. David, good to see you, man. It's been a little while since you've been on, I feel like. Good to have you. I am Josh, coming to you from Columbus, Ohio. You can find all my Divi and WordPress stuff at joshhall.co. You can find me at Divi Chat. And uh, tomorrow, you can find me on the Elegant Themes blog. Finally getting back into doing some blogging on the uh, Elegant Themes blog. So my uh, next post is coming out tomorrow. Awesome, man. Cool. Getting back to your roots. I like yeah, it. Getting back to, oh, I love blogging. I missed it so much. I had so much fun doing another one. Yeah, but, it's it's tough to find the time, uh, you know, during some periods, but yes. awesome, man. All right, let's let's uh let's go to me up there, uh, which is which is David. We haven't seen you in a, in a have, few weeks on the show here, David. Uh, that's because I'm no longer going by David. I've trained changed my name to Prince Wonderfeld. I expect y'all all to call me that here going forward. <laughs> Actually, no. Prince Wonderfeld? <laughs> I don't know. That's what spoke popped into my head. Uh, the artist formerly known as David Blackman. That's right. The artist formerly known as David Blackman. Actually, I am David Blackman. It's good to be back. I have been gone entirely too long, but I'm back. And I'm super excited to talk about support. I think most everybody knows where they can find me. So I'm going to skip all of that stuff and let all these other fine gentlemen tell them where they can find them. All right. Back. All right. Good to see you, David. That brings up Senior Streifler. Hey, everyone. Tim Streifler here, and I am broadcasting from San Clemente, California. And you can find me online at divilife.com, timstreifler.com, and wpgears.com, as well as divi.chat. Awesome, Tim. Good to see you, buddy. Thank you. You too. All right. And Corey Jenkins, I'm coming at you from Prescott, Arizona. Very happy to be here with this, uh, this awesome panel. And uh, yeah, you can find me at the, at the usual places, aspengrovestudios.com, divi.space. And I am extremely excited to be here. So, uh, so once again, our topic is all about support. And uh, we'll talk about a little bit about the uh, elegant themes. Um, they're, support system, which it seems some people are still kind of, kind of getting used to. And we'll also talk about some of the best like alternative places to find support. So before we get started, let's uh, go to our tradition here and have Tim define 
technical support for us. Sam, <laughs> how's it going? Good. Yeah. So I don't know how much actually defining needs to be done, but um, customer support is something that is very, very important when it comes to web design products. Um, I know for my own company, I know for uh, the other guys here that have product companies, um, they kind of go hand in hand. If you're going to sell a software product, you're going to need customer support to go with it. Um, it's not, it's, it's just expected. That's just kind of the, um, the default now and elegant themes. They've been in business now for over a decade. And, um, in the very beginning days, Nick Roach actually used to do customer support himself. Um, and he actually hired developers before he hired customer support people. Um, so a little fun factoid for you. Um, but yeah, so customer support, hugely important. Um, Elegant Themes has a couple different channels and we'll, we'll talk about the different channels. Um, in my mind, there's um, a difference between like product support and then like product assistance. Um, and a lot of times people kind of group them into the same category where they need help doing something with the product, but it's not necessarily using the basic functions or like a bug or a conflict or anything like that. They just need help. And so they kind of expect the um, elegant theme support staff to help them build their website when that's not really what customer support is for. And so, yeah, maybe we can discuss kind of like scope of support, like kind of what's included, what's not. Um, because I think people have wrong expectations with customer support. They think that the support person is going to hold their hand and let them, um, and, and build their website for them when that's not what customer support's intended for. That was great, Tim. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, elegant theme support is great. And a lot of times they do go above and beyond, but they also do a good job at like managing expectations because they're, they're there to support their product and answer questions directly pertaining to their product. And a lot of times people want to do like these, you know, uh, you know, really, you know, really big changes to like the Divi theme that requires a lot of CSS or custom jQuery or something like that. So, uh, so at, at times, you know, elegant themes, their support staff has to like draw the line and say, this is outside the scope of our support. Otherwise you can just go down like in a rabbit hole of like, uh, helping people out, basically like develop their, their website. So, um, how many of us here, I know that, that we probably don't use like elegant theme support as much these days, but how many of you guys have like tried out their new, or I, I guess maybe we can kind of talk about uh, their original support form and, and then kind of like the new support form and maybe why they, they made those changes and what our experiences are in those. So I know when um, elegant themes support first came out, it was almost like forum based support um, where you'd open like a, a new ticket or a thread and you'd have like, one of the elegant themes guys answering you and then some random person would jump in and be like, I need help with this too. And it would be like, you know, and you're like, <laughs> like sidling in on your uh, support thread. So, um, so yeah, I, I guess we can kind of, kind of talk about that. And uh, I, I, I personally kind of like the old forum based and I, I still go into the forum quite a bit just to, to look around, but um, yeah, I have not used the new support system yet. I'm actually glad you mentioned that, Corey, because I'm the same way. I actually, uh, about a month ago, I did look for a solution to an issue I had in the support form, and I just searched, and I found a thread from like two years ago that had a little snippet of code that ended up working for me. But yeah, that's the last time I've used the forum. I haven't used any of the new support stuff yet, so I was kind of curious. I feel like I'm almost kind of behind on that. Yeah. Forums used to be kind of all the rage with WordPress product companies. I know like 
uh, Gravity Forms used to have one, um, Elegant Themes, obviously. Um, a lot of different companies had them. And kind of the intention behind it is members helping other members. Um, but what um, I think it was Pippin Williamson of uh, Pippin's plugins, uh, Easy Digital Downloads and so forth. They found that while that idea of members helping each other out is good in theory, it ended up not really working out the way they wanted. And so they kind of shut that down and then did just like direct support ticket kind of thing. And that's what I do in my business. I know Corey does that in his, um, but yeah, and it's kind of weird because you have like kind of, you have the, the forum like elegant theme style. And then you also have Facebook groups, which is kind of like a forum as well. And then you have, so it's like, there's kind of different formats. Um, and so, um, yeah, I always, liked the forum because you could search and find different things and people could chime in. Um, but there was always like a dedicated support person there as well to answer questions. So I kind of liked it. Um, but now my go-to is a Facebook group. So that's what I go to first, unless it's like a bug that needs to be reported. Um, I just go to the Facebook groups. Yeah. And part of that is because it's just so much faster now. Like when, I, I guess when Divi came out and we were using the, the official one sometimes you were asking css questions and they were happy to help you and that was fine and they would answer you within like 15 minutes and so you would like put something up and then someone would get back to you pretty quickly and you'd be able to kind of get moving on your thing but now they've enhanced what's going on you know obviously our skill has increased but also they have enhanced what you can achieve with elliot themes but well with divi and then on top of that they've got all these great blogs so i think one way that they have answered the fact that all these people were asking all these simple questions that weren't really support was they started having this fabulous blog that was answering all the questions that people really should be finding answers for a different way um and so i think that change the nature of it but now with the new one like I put a ticket in it was for a bug maybe I don't know a, a little while ago when the new system the little chat pop thing was there and so like that popped up and I was like I guess I put it in here and so I like put my question in there um and but it took like I don't know at least a day and a half to get a response so the thing with the Facebook groups is if you're going to put a question in a Facebook group, you're probably going to get a response like within, it may not be a good response. So that's the downside of it, but you know, you're probably going to get a response much quicker. And if it's not a bug, then a lot of other people are going to, you're not going to be annoying the elegant themes team for something that really isn't technically support. That's kind of my go-to as I start in a Facebook group. And then if I don't find the solution, well, I generally start with colleagues and then I go to the Facebook group yeah. and if that doesn't work. Then I go to the Divi support, but it has been, it's been a long time since I've had to go to the Divi support. That issue I had about a month ago, that was the last time. Uh, and I think that's the first time yeah. I went into their support in like a year and a half or something like that. Yeah. yeah I, so, so here's, here's a, the thing with, um, you know, the, the live chat and, I know that, that we've dabbled around in this and, and the program that we use for support. And in essence, really live chat is just like opening a, a support ticket, at least in, in, in Help Scout and the program that we use. It, it opens up a ticket and it's in a different area um, of, of the tickets called, um, you know, live chat. But I, I think it is important to like, you know, to still manage expectations through, through that. Um, a lot of people, I think, and, you know, through hosting support for like very big companies like GoDaddy and Bluehost, they have like hundreds of support agents 
um, you know, that are, that are replying back to you in different, you know, different departments and things like that. And they're able to get back to you really quickly. So, you know, I, I think, I think, uh, elegant, elegant themes is kind of right now still finding that balance of managing expectations. I, I, I saw there was somebody that posted in one of the groups today that was upset because it's yeah. like, I don't know, T- Tim, do you remember how long it was that he said like, to, to get support i actually brought up that post i can go ahead and read it if that's cool yeah yeah that's fine we won't call out any names or anything yeah no names is an example of of what we as support people kind of kind of deal with and in, in companies you know yeah so this person posted in the official divi theme users uh facebook group and he said i'm just curious why has divi discontinued product support when i first purchased divi they had a great support system now they have a facebook group forum and a chat box that says Elegant themes typically replies within a few hours. Seriously? Personally, this is horrible. Why not slow down on the development and work a little harder assuring the current features work and invest that saved development money and put into at least a Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. support staff. Um, So a lot of people chimed in and be like, what are you talking about? Um, Three hours is fine. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. a few hours. To me, that could be like three to five. I, I mean... And, you know, even the next business day, like if it is a bug, which really is what you're supposed to use support for, like the support forum or like the support on the elegant themes thing is supposed to be when something isn't working that you expect should be working. And if that's the case, you can wait for a day. Like, yeah, you, you have the option to put it, you have the option to put in your email and, and they'll get back to you via email. I, I understand not wanting yeah. like, you know, sit there and like wait and have like a chat box open, put in your email, go about your business. Um, you know, to me, it's, it's better than like the cable company saying, you know, we'll be out there on Friday between 8am and 5pm. <laughs> like, what? You have to wait around all day. Right. Um, you know, and it's a tough thing because when it comes to support, every problem is generally something where you want to have it done immediately. Um, so you know, it's unless the site is like down or there's a serious issue, that's where the Facebook groups are such a valuable resource because generally you can get good help pretty quick. Um, whereas, yeah, if it's something where it's like, crap, this isn't looking right or this isn't working, I would love to get this fixed, then the the Elegant Theme support is definitely is worth it. And that's where it's like you're almost guaranteed a more professional response and the quality resources opposed to Facebook where like hopefully you get a good response, but hopefully you don't get some jank code that's going to break your site. Um, I guess it bears the question, like for those who may be new to Divi or those like me who are used to the old forum, um, like where is the best place to go in Elegant Themes? Is it inside Divi? And I'm just asking this as somebody who might be new to Divi, like, is it inside Divi or do you go to Elegant Themes? What, what would you guys say is like the easiest way to, to get into that? My, my approach is, is usually like, I'll, I'll go into the, I'll go into the forum and just search like a couple of keywords. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, whatever, whatever those keywords might be. And I'd say like, you know, seven, eight times out of 10, I can find a pretty, pretty good answer in there. That's, that's already been asked. And, and you can kind of go, go through the different threads and kind of look for the answer that you're looking for. And that usually, you know, I've, I found, you know, that I can usually solve an issue that way in less than like 10 minutes. And a lot of times it's like peace of mind of, okay, this is actually a bug. Other people are experiencing this. It's not just, just us. Um, after, after that, um, then I'll just make one of our smart developers do it. I'm just kidding. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'd say after, you know, after that would probably go to the, to the Facebook group and just be really clear in, in the question that you're asking, if it's something that pertains like CSS on your site, that's like unique 
to your site, provide a link, like just right away, it's going to expedite yeah. things uh, in the groups. And, and I think, yeah, a lot I, of I was going to groups ready to help. Yeah. Out. Oh, sorry. I was breaking up there, Corey. Yeah. And you hit the nail on the head right there too. It's search a question first because more than likely it's been answered. That's the big thing. Like how many times do we see the same questions over and over in Facebook groups? I can only imagine in elegant themes, how many times they see the same questions. So I think that's such an important thing is to search it first. Like I use SiteGround for hosting and they make it so hard now to open up a chat window. Like you have to go through three or four levels <laughs> of yeah. question. And then they're like, here's, you know, if you have a question, there's these tutorials that pop up with that keyword. And then they make you go through a couple of things to get to the post chat, which I'm sure can be aggravating, but I totally understand. Like I can only imagine how many times, you know, people are just wasting time with support agents asking the same questions that could be, be fairly easily addressed with the search in the forum or whatever. Yeah, and you really have multiple places to search too because you can search the forum, you can search Facebook groups, um, and then you can do Google searches. And there's a lot of people that have tutorials on different fixes and stuff like that. Um, so really, like, I feel like asking a question or opening a ticket um, in a lot of cases is kind of like your like your very final approach after exhausting yeah. all like the self-help you know type of, of avenues. Um, and a lot of people don't notice, but... You can actually do a keyword search in Facebook, not in a specific group, but just in Facebook in general. And then you select um, pages and groups, and then it'll search all the groups that you belong to. And so um, if you're like most of us here, uh, we're part of a lot of different Divi Facebook groups or other WordPress related Facebook groups. And so you can search a lot of groups at once and um, you know find stuff pretty quickly that way. I do a lot of searching in Google in general. Like I would actually say that Google is my first step before Facebook and then Facebook is the next step just purely because often the things that I'm trying to figure out aren't necessarily Divi. Like they might feel like they're a Divi thing, but often they're not actually a specific Divi thing. If they are, then I'll always start with Divi and then whatever it is that is my issue that I'm trying to figure out. But um, often it'll be like a CSS thing that or a JavaScript thing or a whatever thing that is really beyond Divi itself. So I often start with uh, Google and then I'll go to Facebook and then I'll go to the Elegant Themes forum and then I'll go to Elegant Themes support. So that, well, and then I've got a group of friends. So like I highly recommend as you're in the Facebook groups, maybe like just seeing a few people that you feel like, you know, they kind of know what they're talking about or you get along well with and maybe, you know, talking to them outside of the Facebook group, you might even be able to have like a few trusted people that you feel like when you get stuck, they're people that you can go to. And I've got some coders that if I get to a point where I know that I just can't do this and I'm happy to pay them, then I have a couple of people that, you know, I can go to those people and they're my trusted people that when I'm stuck beyond what I can do, they're the people I'll go to. Yeah. You don't mind starting over because I missed a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, Sarah. I, I think that's really important is to, to you know, and, and it is like support, but build a support system amongst like your peers um, within yeah. the groups. And I think, you know, I, I, I know I know back in the early days, it was kind of more of a tight knit community. Uh, that's how most of us here, you know, got got to know each other and uh, we've, we've known each other for quite some time and it, it was like that support net network for ourselves where we could like ask questions and, you know, uh, Sarah is an expert in this, let's ask her that. And then, you know, we all kind of had our own 
areas of expertise we'd help each other out in. But that's that's super important, too, is just having those trusted people that you can go to. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, like like the Divi theme users group. Awesome group. There's like what, like thirty two thousand people in there now. And I mean, yeah. how many what percentage of those do you think are actually like people that are actually answering the questions? You know, well, and, that and then, yeah, that's a good point, Corey. One. One thing to consider too is that group in particular, being the official Divi group, it gets a lot of brand new people to Divi. So it's more, I, I've only just recently kind of kept an eye on that group and I've noticed it's a lot more simple questions and things that um, there are some experienced people in there, but I do feel like some of the OG groups, the original Divi web or Divi groups, and then um, not to throw a softball out there, but my Divi web designers group, there are some people who have been in the, <laughs> the community a little longer that are going to have a little more um, probably like practical advice. A and little. Sometimes even asking a question in one of those groups can be challenging because as we said before, you need to be really specific because when I ask a question in one of those groups, if people don't necessarily know who I am, they don't necessarily know my skill level. Sometimes the answers you can get are like, assuming you don't know anything like assuming you have not tried like 500 other things first before you came to this point and so they'll give you these answers as if you're like first day (laughs) in the job don't know any css and i'm like seriously guys like i'm not an idiot like so sometimes i think you need to be really careful which group you choose to post into and then when you do post maybe even like having a subset somewhere that says hey i've already tried to google this i've already tried to like whatever i've already tried to like maybe further down in the thing just so that you can kind of convey i'm not brand new whereas if you are brand new it doesn't hurt to say hey guys i'm a newbie like i i don't really know what i'm doing please be gentle on me you know like because sometimes people and be a little bit harsh in the groups when you're asking, I know when I started, like things like you're asking about a favicon, right? And you're saying, I don't know how to like change that, that little picture thing up the top. Like people could slam you for that, but you're just new and that's okay for you to be new. And yes, I would appreciate if you had have searched first or even searched, you know, internet or something else. But if you're new, it's okay to ask a question, but maybe just say, Hey, I'm new guys. How do you do this thing? And people will be a lot nicer to you. So maybe kind of yeah. be a bit more specific in what you're saying in the Facebook it's groups amazing. and you might get a better response. Yeah, it's amazing how you phrase a question and even just a couple of words can completely change how people respond to Sarah's point. Like yeah. if you say, you know, I optimize all my images and I have good hosting, but you know, this page is lagging or something like that, opposed to saying my Divi site, my Divi site slow, why? You know, then you're going to get a whole... <laughs> slew of responses that are probably not gonna be very helpful but it wasn't that great of a question it's just too vague so yeah there's there's definitely a tactful way to go about that intentional questions maybe that's what we should title this episode (laughs) i should have saved that as my final thought but yeah that's a good one i mean sometimes it's tricky right sometimes you're trying to figure something out and you don't know what the technical term for something is and so if you had have known the technical term you could have found it in like three seconds but because in your mind you're like it's this thing but i can't quite work out what the thing is and I know what I'm trying to achieve, but I can't figure it out. I mean, sometimes just saying that, just saying like, I know there's a technical term for this. Even if you can just tell me what the technical term is, I can go Google it. The groups are there for that point as well. It's okay to be like that, but maybe preface it so people don't slam you like you're an idiot. It's kind of like when you take your car into the mechanic and you're like, it's making a funny noise. When I start, it goes... (laughs) (laughs) You you feel like an idiot because you don't know how to describe it and you don't speak... 
mechanic. Um, and they're like, is it at the back or the front? You're like, I don't know. It just makes this noise. <laughs> and, and the mechanic so, goes, carburetor port. The mechanic goes, let me Google that for you. Yeah. <laughs> just sitting in this episode makes me so glad that I don't technically build sites anymore. Because it's been, for me, for me personally, it's been, gosh, Corey, how long? It's probably been a few years since I've ever done anything like this. So I don't, yeah. I don't have a whole lot of need to, to be in, but I do remember, you know, when I did have a need because I'm not a developer, I'm not a programmer. I have always had lots of questions and I just, I found Facebook support groups better for me than actual support forums of the companies because I got, I seemed to get yeah. answers quicker. I got them faster, even if they weren't right. And then ultimately what happened was, is I, I found out who I could trust and who knew what they were doing. So that's kind of who I would lean towards and stuff. And, um, but just sitting here, listening to y'all talk about, you know, I'm like, man, I do not miss this at all. Not at all. <laughs> trying to figure out, you know, yeah, how to do and, stuff. And, and we use it, you know, we also use it like uh, internally for our, our own products. You know, if, if we're having, um, an issue, you know, with something like importing from a child theme or something like that, you know, with a, like a layout or whatever it might be. A lot of times you can, you can search the, the forums and, and kind of point back to an issue that other people are having, you know, maybe not the exact same, but something in general, and it'll kind of, kind of lead to a solution. Um, right. And I guess this advice isn't just for Divi and it's not even just for the Divi Facebook groups, but like, even if you're asking for support, for a plugin to a plugin developer, like even just that, if you can ask specifically, if you can convey what you have tried, if you can even link to a few blogs that you've tried to follow, like, or other support forum, like links in their forum and be able to say, like, I've tried this and I've tried this and I've tried this and I'm having this issue. Or if you can make a Loom video, Loom videos are fabulous because you can show exactly what's happening. Like, trying to convey sometimes in words what is going on and why you don't think something is working, being able to show in a video. So I do this and then this thing happens and I don't know why. That can be really helpful for anyone who is providing support to you because otherwise you wait the two days, then you get the response and the response is, oh, have you tried this thing? And you're thinking, yeah, I tried that thing. Like, of course I tried that thing. So then you go back to them and say, yes, I've tried that thing. Another two days passes and then you get the response. So if you can start by giving as much information as you can sometimes it can feel like overkill but for the people on the other end it's going to mean they can pinpoint you know okay they've already tried these things now we need to go to this next stage and so you've kind of cut three days out of your support time yeah yeah going back to prefacing like where you at where you're at and your knowledge base too is so important like i uh, when I do a support chat with SiteGround, I'll often just say that I'm the developer, you know, I can speak tech, so feel free to let me know an advanced answer. Um, whereas if my client was on there and then the, the chat came back and they were like, yeah, it's your A record in your DNS settings. And they're probably like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I have done that and it's helped me get answers a lot quicker because they feel comfortable with saying like, oh, you know, some, some advanced stuff. So that's worthwhile doing too, stating whether you're probably a beginner intermediate or if you can take a, a more technical answer yeah i have a question I... for you guys because oh, i'm going to segue okay yeah one thing i was going to say is um one thing that i've noticed having my own company with product support and everything is um and we kind of touched on it before how some people will use 
like official customer support at different phases, you know, like we talked about, you know, searching Facebook, searching, you know, Google, whatever. Um, however, some people I've noticed they'll start with that. You know, they'll, they'll reach out to support before they've, you know, done any of their own research before they dug into the, you know, the product documentation, stuff like that. And that's fine. Some people, they, they want that. They want to go to it. Um, and what I've noticed, and I'm sure Corey running uh, support for, uh, for Divi space is sometimes it can take an, uh, a full 24 hours to like get back to someone on their issue. And then a lot of times what happens is they've been able to solve the issue themselves in that time because <laughs> then they dug into the documentation or things like that. And so kind of throwing it out there, one thing that's helpful is when you um, are opening up a product support ticket, um, you know, and, and a couple of us have already mentioned this, but state what you've tried and whether or not you've already looked at the documentation and stuff like that, because that helps people that are on the other end to know, to be able to help you quicker and stuff. Um, or if you do, you know, start with product support and then, um, you know, you do some other stuff and, and it's still not working and then updating the ticket and letting you know, hey, I tried this, this, this and this. And then, you know, an hour later, I went and tried this and that's, it's still not working right. Um, you know what bugs me about that is like when someone has one of those things and then they have a thing in it that says, if you update this, you will go to the bottom of the queue. That really bugs me because I think like I'm trying to be helpful by giving you additional information, like you say. So it's good <laughs> yeah. to hear from people that they want the additional information because sometimes I get worried that if I add to this and say, oh, and I've just tried this other thing and it's still not working, but I'm going to get like bumped yeah. right down. And I don't yeah. think everyone works that way, but. It, yeah. yeah, Help Scout used to be where it would sort it by the last update time, like anyone updated, and then they they fixed it. So now it sorts it by the last time that um that you you've contacted them. It also, yeah, yeah by, by by reply. So Rep if, reply, if you yeah. Replied. Obviously, it'll be up towards the top, and it'll. That's uh, good to know, because like you would hope most people are like that, but I I always get hesitant about adding another comment just in case they you know. Bumpy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna reiterate what Tim said. He said, anyone who has support questions, email Tim at Divi Live. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I have, I have a question for you guys because I want to know if y'all do it or not. I don't do it, but Corey may, and I don't even know if he does it or not. Tim may. Do you direct your customers to Facebook groups for support? I do. Um... And if it's, if it's something uh, I, so product support is a little bit different for me. I just have a handful of layouts and then course support is quite different than. Product no, I mean, I'm talking clients. You've got clients. You, oh, oh, no. you turn the, you turn the website over to them. They're <laughs> learning Divi. They're managing it themselves. You're not, you're kind of out of the loop now, you know, you're okay. not doing all that stuff. So they need to learn the platform and stuff. Do you ever recommend that they, go over to the Facebook group so they can learn. I know for me, the majority of my clients who are active on their sites are on my maintenance plan. So we're more of kind of their trusted resource with that. I've, I've never personally sent a client to the group. I have had a couple of clients come from the group so they feel comfortable um, doing that. But yeah, I haven't, I haven't done that. I, I see yeah. from the looks of it's, everybody's it, faces that they're it's, like, it's it's like it's like inviting your mom to go to the bar with you, you know. You don't want to be talking about who you're hanging out with. Just feels yeah, a no, weird. especially if they're maintenance clients, I want them to come to me. Like that's the whole point that they're paying me is so that they can ask the little questions. And usually, I'll just make them a loom video, and it's all done like really quick. So I want them to ask me all the questions. But 
to be honest, I haven't handed many sites over and just been like, you know, you're off on your own device. If they're like that, in general, if they're like that, if they're like, I don't want to pay you for maintenance, in general, they don't even want to update their website. Like they don't want to touch it. They don't want to, I make the website and then they're kind of off and away. I figure they're smart enough to find the Facebook groups if they want to find it. I don't know. I I, I think it's kind of like, you know, you try to remain the experts and you know, not that, not that, you know, that you don't expect them there to be other developers out there, but it's just, uh, just throwing them in the pool with people who might be steering them wrong or trying to steal them as a client from you or or things like that. um, I've never done it. Yeah. I, I haven't actually done it, but I, I'm not against the idea if it's kind of a certain type of client. Like for example, I've had a lot of DIYers that had purchased Divi, tried to build a website themselves, and then they realized it's actually a little bit harder to design a good looking site, even though Divi makes, you know, with the visual builder makes it all easy to uh, actually control. But, um, and so I've had clients like that, but they intend to manage it themselves, kind of like David mentioned and, and so forth. So I have had clients like that, that I've directed them back to Elegant Themes documentation and Elegant Themes official support, but I haven't actually um, directed anyone uh, specifically. And those guys are probably in the Facebook groups, to be honest. Like, right, for sure. Yeah. Especially if they're following the Elegant Themes blog, like it doesn't take long to find out that there are Facebook groups. So um, I think anyone who's DIY is likely to already be in there. Very true. Yeah. And, and from, from our side, the product side, um, I have actually steered people there because their questions were like very general divvy. And, and I mean, if they were extremely general, then I'd just answer it off the top of my head. But if it has like absolutely nothing to do with one of our products and we're going to have like a 20 thread reply, uh, 20 reply thread, um, then, you know, I'm going to say, look, this doesn't necessarily pertain to our product. This is Divi. You probably want to contact Elegant Theme Support or ask in one of the Facebook groups and you'll probably, you know, get get some, you know, qu- quicker help <laughs> over in one of those areas. And, and that's one of us like having to, you know, make that decision, which, which a lot of times I'll have to, uh, Pablo or Alex will come to me and like, look what this guy's asking. And a lot of times I'll have to look at it and say, no, we're not going to, you know, unfortunately we can't help him with that. That has nothing to do with our product. And, um, yeah. if it was a simple couple sentence reply, yes, but it's, you know, it's, it's not that simple. So. Yeah. And for product creators, I think, um, it kind of helps us to like, it's like an extra resource to be able to give. So like in my case, same thing. If somebody asks a question about one of my layouts, if it's something directly related, I'll of course answer it. But if it's something to where they want to use that layout with something else, they want to customize it. I'm like, well, that's going to be a, a little different. We can either look at like, well, and I'm not taking on like hourly freelance rate like that. So generally I would say, you know, that's an option or check out my Webers Facebook group and then, you know, see if an answer is there. So it's almost like an extra re- added resource. That's pretty cool. Instead yeah. of just saying, well, sorry, you're screwed. Yeah, and Elegant Themes now in their support area of their website, they have they have the Facebook group right there, and then they have the live chat, and then they have the forum. So they basically have like three options, but they're giving you the Facebook group as one of the options, which can be kind of confusing to people because I think I think a lot of people, and, and maybe more of the newcomers who don't know the history behind the Divi Theme Users group, they think that's like an official Elegant Theme support channel, which, which that would be madness if, if it wasn't like user-driven and community-driven. But I, I think a lot of people do get that misperception is that Divi Theme Users is like an official support channel. I uh, do think it's going to become that. I do foresee over the next few months that becoming more of an issue. 
Um, because yeah, it does, it is presented like that on the website. It feels like that's like a basically live support with the, with the community. Yeah. And they just started promoting it within the new, um, elegantthemes.com redesign. Cause previously it wasn't mentioned anywhere on the site. It wasn't promoted at all. It was kind of just like, if people happen to find it. Um, but yeah, cause as soon as they did that, that, um, that launch, cause I'm a moderator in the Divi theme users, Facebook group, it was like the number of requests just like shot up of, of yeah. people wanting to, to join. It was like crazy. Um, but yeah. yeah I, and, and, and I can only imagine the amount of support hours, um, millions of support hours probably that it saved elegant themes support staff, like just having that group. Oh, and totally. Like as soon as themselves. we all discovered each other and as soon as we started asking each other, like, dramatically decreased the amount of tickets I put in straight away. Like, and this was years and years ago, like when there was only like a lot, yeah. lot of us, but like never, never I went back. pretty much, unless it was a bug, I really never went back to the forum. So I can see that it is a huge thing. I mean, they say on their website, we have an active user run Facebook group. So that it's not like they're hiding the fact that it's user run, but um yeah, I still think it's a great thing for people to be a part of. I wanted to bring up another thing that I think um, people could do to get extra support, and that's to build a local base. Um, so to go to WordPress meetups or to go to WordCamps. So to actually, like the when we all met each other in person, it changed our relationship and it changed, yes, we had been helping each other and, yes, we'd kind of, you know, been chatting online or being able to ask each other questions. But once we met each other, I think it changed our willingness and love for each other, which meant we were more likely to help each other more. And then we felt like we could, you know, reach out backwards and forwards for different questions. So my advice would be go along to meetups, go to WordCamps and meet people, (laughs) stretch outside your comfort zone and meet people and say hi and get to know people and take the opportunities when there are lunches to sit with people and get to know them. Because if you can get to know people in real life, then when you go back to your office and you're sitting by yourself and you get stuck with something, you've got someone that you can talk to who is a friend. I've met up with a few um, people. We don't have an official WordPress meetup, but there's a group of four girls and we, we met at a WordCamp and we all realized we're from Canberra and we said, hey, let's go for a coffee. And now we go for a coffee once a month. It's not an official WordPress thing, but if one of us gets stuck on something and we can't take on a job, we can pass it on to someone else. And it's like a little support network. So I'd recommend stretching outside your comfort zone and maybe meeting some local people because it might help. Yeah, I actually, a prime example of that, I have a local developer friend now who I met probably about a year and a half ago through a networking group, a mutual client introduced us, found out that he was like an expert developer, lives or he uh, lives in the same town and then he works at a co-working spot close by. And so we've met a few times over coffee and shared some of our experience, co-opetition as David and Tim would call it. And uh, I really took that to heart with him and we've been able to share some stuff. I've been able to talk to him more about Divi and vice versa. And then just last week, I had an issue that I could not get solved in the Facebook group, couldn't get solved in any form. It was a member press thing and um, no official support worked. I had a developer guy try it out, didn't work. And then I just reached out to him. I was like, hey man, do you mind taking a look at this? An hour later, it was solved. So you know, a year and a half later from that first initial meeting, exactly what Sarah said is what played out, so... That's awesome. Yeah, definitely good. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna say too, like, you know, your support network and the and the groups are are great, but don't. I, I think some people tend to like get frustrated, and you know, if if you can't you know figure something out, hopefully, elegant theme support can figure it out. But 
at the end of the day, it's something that, you know, that you need to, to figure out. I've seen people get like upset because they haven't gotten a reply to a question that they ask. And it's like a very technical question. Maybe it has, you know, a lot of coding required, something like that. Um, you know, and, and that's at, at sometimes you have to, you know, that's when you might have to reach out and actually like hire a developer if it's a really extensive problem and you can't expect people to give you like all this code and all this, all this amount of their time for free. So there are points where you have to say, okay, look, I, I've kind of o- overstayed my, my welcome here maybe. And I'm just going to have to, you know, dish out maybe a couple hundred bucks and hire a developer to, to do this for me. Yeah. And you might spend three days trying to fix that problem when you can pay someone two hours worth of their time. And yes, it's going to cost you money, but then it's fixed. So like, you know, what's it worth to you? Even the fact that you may not understand the code that you're putting into your own website, it might be better to pay someone else who does understand the code they're putting in and doesn't put dodgy code into your website. So yes, sometimes I think you definitely should be paying someone, but you need to make sure that you choose the right person to be paying and don't just respond to all those emails you receive from people saying, I can give you services and you should come and pay me to do all your coding. Don't respond to them. Like find some people through the Facebook group that you can trust who are going to do good quality coding and who understand Divi and who understand WordPress. Yeah. Or, you know, and if, if you're stuck trying to find somebody, you know, even drop us a line at, uh, at Divi.chat and, um, you know, maybe we can, maybe, maybe yeah. we can help you out. So. Yeah. We know lots of people. We know lots of people. Yeah. And it, I know it can be kind of scary <laughs> hiring some person that, PMs you in one of the groups, which don't ever, don't ever PM somebody without asking them first in one of the groups. So Josh, I, I have a question. Um, I, I know Divi theme users just with like the amount of uh, users that they have now and the, and the amount of new posts and conversations, they are, they're getting very strict on, on what they, on what they allow. They're not wanting like plugin suggestions and speed suggestions. Um, ha, has that become an issue for your, for your group or do you feel like you're a little bit more flexible with that kind of stuff? And that's, I uh, think, yeah, thankfully, no, I try to, uh, you know, ours is almost up to 18,000 at this point and we're still, uh, Tim, you're an admin. I think we're still at close to 50% that we are declining. So the group could be double in size easily, which I, had, we've intentionally made these guidelines that strict because I don't want a group of, uh, spammers quite frankly. So we have had some points where I've had to kind of revamp the guidelines just to initiate some things to make sure we do stay on topic. And inevitably with a group that size, you do get some people who aren't giving great advice or not giving good constructive criticism. Uh, but overall it's been overwhelmingly positive. And um, yeah, we haven't had to get to the point where like we haven't had to set too many rules. Cause I just feel like a group with a ton of rules just makes it really complicated like I remember one time I posted a tutorial on a different group a couple of years ago and they're like, Oh, you can't post that until Thursday or something. I was like, well, crap, I'm, I'm pushing it. I'm going to forget by Thursday. So, um, <laughs> yeah, luckily I've been trying to keep it as free as possible, but, um, you know, we'll kind of see what happens uh, once we hit like 20 or 25. Yeah. And, and I think that's the, the, the big thing is kind of like intent. Like if it's, someone is posting something that's clearly just trying to benefit them and like self-promotion and and whatever, then yeah, that's not cool. People don't really appreciate that. But like, um, like in, in, in Josh's group, um, people are allowed to, uh, post a tutorial that they just did or, or, uh, post a link to their website to get feedback and stuff where the Divi theme users has specific days for that. And it'll be one thread and you just comment on that thread type of thing. Um, and so, yeah, sometimes it can be a little bit frustrating because you're like, I want feedback now. I don't want to wait until uh, Web Design Wednesday to get feedback on this project type of thing. 
Um, and so that is one thing I like about uh, Josh's group is being more open where if you need feedback or, or you want to post a tutorial that you just wrote that genuinely helps the community, then, you know, you can do that openly. Yeah. 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 And, and let's be honest. I mean, you know, I, I, I'm sure all of us here love, love helping people, but there are, you know, there are motives in, in us writing blog posts. Uh, you know, a, a huge one is SEO and, and getting traffic to your site. Um, but, it, you know, we, we do enjoy writing those and helping people out. So I think in a sense, that's, that's another means of support is, you know, find some of your uh, Divi related websites, maybe that you like, and, you know, subscribe to the blog and, you know, I know Tim is Josh, we're, we're all putting out, uh, you know, tutorials and things like that, like on a, on a regular basis. And it's good just to kind of read those and, and keep that stuff top of mind. That's, uh, geez, in the beginning, I, I would try to find as much, uh, you know, just as much information as I could find, um, you know, on, on the Divi theme, cool tutorials and things like that. So, yeah. Hey guys, I got a jet here since it's about six, but, uh, can I dish out my final thought? Is that all right? Let's do it. No, no. No, no, actually, no. All right. Okay. See you guys later. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just, I was going to go back to what we talked about briefly earlier. Cause I think it bears repeating and that is to ask questions intentionally. So don't just like, it's really easy <laughs> to have a question like, Oh crap, I got an issue. You know, how do you do this and this, but that could come across really wrong and you're liable to open yourself up to a lot of bad feedback um, to where if you like sit, if you just take a minute and just think about the question, think about how I should word it, state whether you're a beginner or whether you're intermediate or whether you can handle a technical answer, just be real, be cool. Talk like you would talk in, in real life. If you were asking a question, it will go a long way. So that would be my kind of final thought before I got a jet here, but uh, intentional questions. Yeah. Boom. Awesome. Yep. All right. Thank All right, you, guys. Well, let's, I'll let you wrap up. I'll see you guys here soon. All right. Thanks for coming. Everybody. See you guys. All right. Well, with that, and since since I guess we're winding down, we did get started a bit late. But do you guys want to start kind of kind of just uh, wrapping this up, and maybe we can go into into final final thoughts? So yeah, yeah. So I, I guess we can kind of kind of recap uh, just what we've talked about the different support areas, and um, you know maybe the order of, of which we suggest uh, contacting uh, support, and, and maybe how you can go about it. Um, so, so we've talked about, uh, the, the elegant themes forum, which is, is slowing down. You don't get as many like responses, uh, as they used to in there cause it's more community driven. Um, and then, you know, so searching that searching the, the Facebook group, um, definitely do, do searching before you ask. Cause a lot of times the answer is like right there in front of you. And then, I would, I would be one like in my order of importance, I would probably ask in the Facebook group before I actually open a, open a chat ticket with ET. Yeah. Is, is that kind of what you would do too, Tim? Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I agree. Um, the, the only thing I would say for a final thought is, um, which sometimes it's hard, but be patient, um, be as patient as possible. Uh, I know when something breaks, it can be frustrating and you want something to work. You want it to work now and it throws off your day, your workflow. Um, but at the end of the day, like with Divi, for example, we're paying a very, very small amount for lots and lots of like very powerful software, uh, lots of great features. And so um, we kind of have to align our expectations. Like, yes, you know, it is powerful software that we want to work perfectly every time. But at the end of the day, it's code and code breaks and you have to troubleshoot. And then also when you're using code with other code, which is basically Divi with 
WordPress plugins, things are yeah. bound to break and, and conflicts happen. So I guess my final thought is, is be patient um, and, um, and be flexible. Uh, it might kind of, you know, ruffle your, your feathers a little bit, but um, yeah, if you can kind of keep that in mind, you'll, you'll keep your sanity. <laughs> yeah, I agree, Tim. Yeah. I always just try to, it, it is frustrating, but try to remain, you know, respectful um, of the support of the support person. Cause you are representing your company, whether, you know, whether you know it or not. So yeah, it, it can be frustrating dealing with support. Sarah, final thoughts. Oh, David, do you want to go? Uh, no, I want Sarah to go. All right, Sarah. Uh, I've got two final thoughts. My first final thought is that it's kind of along that line, but um, if you are going to be asking things in the Facebook group, we've already said, like, try and be really specific and try and give information. But um, on top of that, try, be thankful. People are spending their time for free on you. Um, so be thankful for the time that people are spending to look up answers. They might be going and looking at your website, going into inspect element, looking up some code, giving it back to you. And that's, you know, that's really nice that they're doing that for you. So try and be thankful. But equally, um, if you do get a response, it's really useful if you can edit your actual original post and change it so that it says solved or um, resolved, even giving a shout out to the person that helped you is really nice as well. But just so that if people are spending the time to look through a Facebook group to work out who needs some help, they can see, oh, this one's already dealt with. And so then they don't have to actually go in and read all the way to the bottom. Oh, they have the answer. Um, you, you know, that's extra time for people who are spending their time on offer, you know, at no cost. And my second final thought is we would really love if you could give us a review in iTunes. I know it's a bit of a pain in the butt if you don't actually listen on iTunes, but if you could go into iTunes and give us a five-star review, we would love that. Of course, you can like this on YouTube. That's going to help us as well. But by getting more reviews in iTunes, it does help us make sure that we're you know, doing a good thing by doing this. We don't want to do this for no reason. And if you are liking it, it helps if you can tell us that in some way. Well said. Awesome. Yes. All right, David. Okay. Are y'all ready for it? We're wait. ready to have our minds blown. Wait for it. Wait for it. <laughs> um, here's what my recommendations for support are going to be. If you have a problem with the product that you need help with, go to the product creator. If you have a problem with a client's website because you can't fix that problem and you're trying to achieve something, that's not technically a product issue with their support forums. I would recommend going to the Facebook group. Talk to other people who know CSS, who know PHP, who maybe already know how to achieve what you're trying to achieve. So if you've got a client project that you're working on and you're building a Divi website and you're trying to achieve something fantastic because it's in your mind but you seem to be not being able to make it happen i personally wouldn't recommend going to the product creator to try to get that help go to a, a different forum a creator's forum like facebook or some of the other ones even i'm sure there's some other places outside of facebook we just use facebook a lot um so that that's kind of my my thoughts is like if you have a specific bug related issue absolutely i wouldn't take that into facebook i would take that into the product creator and you know if you have an issue with um styling or you know trying to do something and it's just not working out right take it over to um you know to one of the groups like that so that's it yeah, and don't forget yeah, yeah, google. Bugs. google and yeah. google 
yeah, yeah bugs def- definitely go to the product creator first because you know a, a lot of times that's the way that product creators uh you know find bugs in the first place is uh is you know from from people reporting this yes david i, I do have a second parting thought my second parting thought in case you haven't heard me sooner if you have any questions Email Tim. Tim at <laughs> I would say email David at AspenGrowStudios.com, but he'll just go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think I kind of covered everything that I, I wanted to um, in final thoughts. I'm just going to say hug a support person. It's a thankless job. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> hug a support Be person. Nice. Hug Be a, support a nice person. human. Be nice. Yeah. They're, they're doing their best. So, uh, well, hopefully this episode uh, helped you out. And I, I'd kind of also say just find whatever method, you know, works works best for you. David mentioned he loves going and, and chatting with people like that he meets in the Facebook groups. That's how he and I met. He's like, asked me one question. I responded, let's get on a Skype call right now. You know, David's a little bit different, different yeah. personality than I am. I'm kind of like, you know, um, you know. What are you, like, what are you like, saying? Like, like doing some research. David's a, little, David's a little bit different personality to most of us. It's okay. <laughs> outgoing wise, outgoing. Um, so yeah, find what works best for you, but there's lots of options out there and hopefully hopefully this helped you guys out. So thank you guys for tuning in. Um, for those of you uh, watching right now and participating in the, in the live chat, we'd like to extend a extra special thanks. You guys always lighten the mood and, and enhance the episode. Yeah. Uh, so beyond uh, YouTube, where we broadcast live at, you can listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Google Podcast app. Uh, am I missing any others? I'm sure I am. Any podcast oh. app. Like I any, use Castro. Any, any podcast any app. app. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So we'd also love to hear your guys' ideas for, if you have any ideas for show episodes, we are running a little low in the queue at the moment. So if you do have those, uh, send them to us on our, in our uh, Facebook group um, or Facebook page for Divi Chat or at Divi.chat. Just uh, fill out the contact form. And we love seeing those uh, episode suggestions. So, all right. Well, we'll see you guys uh, next time. Uh, same place and uh, same time. Take Thank care. Deuces. Bye-bye. Deuces. Deuces. Bye. Keep waving, y'all. I haven't hit the end.